and gentlemen, this is the Piggy Show. Here we are again. I have to say, Sam, I'm a bit envious that you can play the guitar, but I'm I'm planning to play the violin. Really? I'm gonna try. I'm okay. gonna try. I like how you did the action of a violin there as well. Oh uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Just even... in case I didn't know what one was. Well, you know, I've done it for the audience so that they could maybe so... hear my hands move <laughs> and go, "Oh, that's in the violin for those deaf people." Because you know, I was considering learning saxophone. If you do it, I'm making you... I've sort of given up on it, though, to be honest. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it, because then I would literally ask you, go like, Sam, um, I need to be a detective, so could you, like, play yeah. that detective? Well, oh. maybe I will down the line. Yeah. Maybe. I just want... You know, but you... I just sort of realised, like, I haven't mastered guitar yet. Haven't you? No, not really. Just play a few songs. Yeah, like, I know how to play it, but I haven't mastered it, and I feel like I should get really good at that first. Fair enough. But yeah. But yeah, so we're recording this back to back. So we just actually, in our heads, we just did the Piggy Holiday special. Yeah, but, that was a um, good one, that was. Here we are to talk uh, a little bit more. So this one's going to be more broad. So we're going to try first talking about The Boys. Yeah. So if you haven't watched The Boys Herogasm, um, skip ahead until you hear. We're not talking about The Boys Herogasm. I, I, that's yeah. all I can say. Yeah, unless you like spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this we've spoke about the boys' controversy already on the on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, this one, you know, there were warnings at the start of the show saying this yeah, is going to be like this is going to be a big one. Well, yeah, because they never did that. Really. They did it in like the first season for like a couple of it, where it was proper like yeah. gore. Like I've never seen that they actually give a warning at the start of the episode saying be ready for. I actually also Crazy heard shit. that um, to the showrunner, um, Cripty, Eric Cripty, and like a few other people, they actually had to have a meeting with Amazon to discuss over what they could put in the show. Really? Because like, for Amazon's sake, um, this is not to do with the actual episode, but like in the end of season two, there's that scene where Homelander's wanking to the skyline. Yeah, because that was controversial at the time, Because that it? was meant to be in season one. That yeah. bit was meant to be in season yeah. one, but Amazon were like, no, that's that's too... And weird. then they realised what the show was. And then they basically got popular. And when you get basically popular and you become you successful, they sort of go, fine, do it. Yeah, so it had all these warnings about this episode. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I mean, I can understand, like, this sort of thing. Like, there was a few bits that were like, <laughs> that's pretty, like, mad. But, like, like where it was just a pharmacy, like, it was, there was a few scenes, like I said, that was like, Wow. But like some of it was just basically people getting naked. Yeah, it wasn't. Hor- it wasn't horrific. Like fucking, and like, like fu- they said it was. And it would be, and it was like little changes. Like for say, some guy had like electric, like tits, not tits, like nipples. Yeah, like yeah, his nipples were like, 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 yeah. Or it was like a guy like flying and fucking. Yeah, you know, it was like kind it wasn't of basic, crazy. but it wasn't. It was kind of basic, but not normal. The the best part about the episode was the um. The final fight scene. Oh, yeah. Because that's something in The Boys that we haven't necessarily seen so far. Well, it's been teased, hasn't it? Like, Homelander yeah. against Soldier Boys. Like, like, who would win? Because also, like, in The Boys in general, there have been fights, but we haven't seen superhero on no, superhero fights. that is actually fights. true, isn't it? The only one we saw was uh, Starlight. The first proper one was Starlight against Black Noir. Yeah. And then after that, it was the Stormfront be- getting beaten up by all the girls. Yeah. And even then, like that was basically kind that, of tame. they're cool bits, but this one was like Prop- I feel proper like it, superhero film, but or it vibes, was I think but it was done, done really well. I think it was done better than all the like like all this Marvel stuff we're seeing because like 
you know, some of it was like just basically people punching. Yeah. And some, but then they would like, oh, no, then they would incorporate it a bit more. So it's a bit more flexible. Like, so you'd be there, like, so you don't get bored of them just punching. They'll then be flying. Yeah. But then you get bored of them flying. So then laser beams will come out. I think it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But no, I tell you what I liked as well. Um, A train. Big, more respect for him now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, people are saying online that. Yeah, he, he can't be cleared of like all the bad things he's done because of just one good deed. And I get that because he was, you know, he was a bastard in the show. But I, I really rate him now after what they did but to I sort of see him off. And I'd not obviously spoil the one that came out today on this Friday. I've, have you watched it? I watched it. I haven't watched it. But it gets better. Like in that one, character growth is the main focus of that episode. Oh, cool. And it's done okay. well. How many episodes are there left? Um, right, so... What's this? Episode seven? I think there's only one more. Okay. So I have a one more episode or two more, but I think it's only one more. Oh, okay. All but right. it is sort of kind of getting to a claw, a draw. Yeah, it's, it's bringing it's closing in. in. But no, the bit where he uh, takes out uh, Blue Hawk, the racist dude. Yeah, mad. And you know what's even funny? I think that was, I think how he killed him was on purpose because it's literally ha- one of the like executions on Mortal Kombat. Is it? Because you play this guy who, there's like a dude who's like ability super speed. Huh. And he literally, what he does is when you defeat, when he defeats you, he's like execution AC. He literally grab, runs past you with super speed, grabs your leg at the last minute and drags your body across the concrete. And in the end, your eye like pops out of like the socket. I mean, that's pretty crazy. And you're like, all your skin's like all gone that, which is what happened to Blue Hawk. He ran and obviously the friction just teared Fuck off his clothes and up. his skin. But I loved how like, he also just went, look man, I'm sorry what happened to your girlfriend. Yeah. I was on drugs. I was just such an asshole at the time. I liked it. I thought it was really good. But I also loved the bit where, like, they had the big fight scene and, like, Butcher just lasers Homeland. Like, yeah. And, and he's like, like, what the fuck? fuck? He's like, like oh, he can't. Like, oh, he can't. <laughs> Brilliant. I thought it was really good. But I really enjoyed it. What I like as well, because I'm a big fan of the uh, person who plays um, Soldier Boy, because he's in a TV show I like. What? What's that? Uh, Supernatural. Okay. Which you might probably not like because it might not be your sort of thing. But like, the Soldier Boy says a line that, that his character in the film says. Like, seriously, like he goes, You think you're tough because you wear a cape? Huh. And then he like grabs the cape at the end and like throws him around. Yeah. Which also made me think of the Incredibles. No yeah, cape. No, no, no cape, cape. No cape. No cape. So, um, what do you think about the state of the new Marvel films at the moment? I feel like they're the they're sort of failure of their own success. Yeah. Like they got successful. Now they're kind of at the point where they're just milking off their success. Like the Harry Potter films. Because I've not watched anything new, Marvel. Really? Yeah. Since maybe Spider Man? That was like, yeah. And even then, before that, I hadn't watched any of the films. Because I watched watched Shang-Chi, which is the uh, like sort of martial arts. Martial arts one, yeah. Which, in all fairness, looking back on some of the other stuff, not the worst. It's a bit crap in some places, but yeah. I've got a bit of a soft spot for martial art films, so a little bit of sort of like yeah, of course, yeah, thrown in. But no, it's like they're kind of basically like um, what's that person who did the Transformer films? David Michael Bay. I don't know why I said David. <laughs> like the Transformer films, Michael Bay. You know, just action, action, action. Yeah. CGI, CGI. Yeah. Like they don't even try now with like really putting any story in. Like I watched um, the Morty first, like the Doctor Strange. Yeah. And there's no real story. That's supposed to be really bad. Like, Morbius as well is terrible. Like, I told Will this, and he can go over this. There's literally, like, six scenes of um, Jared Leto, like, drinking blood. 
which and like and he was like surely I only need one scene to was show. It, wasn't it real blood as well? Yeah, it probably was. Like pig's blood or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't like Jared Leto, if I'm to be honest. Like, I don't understand what the real love about him. Could he? I think people think, oh, he's a bit of like a wacky sort of person, but he's been in terrible films, mate. So yeah. lay off it. He was bad as a Joker, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Like Dave. Oh, I keep. Why am I saying David now? So Piggy, I've got a question Heath for Legend. you. Right, this is one yeah. of the big ones. Go. What are your top five favorite films? This is a question that I hate always because it's like, well, I think it's it's just too a bastard. Narrow. But when I was in Florida, yeah, um, one of the guys we were doing work for, um, he said, you know, he asked us all what were our top yeah, five yeah. favorite films, and being put on the spot like that, I did kind of like it because you've got to come up with something. You can't research all the different films you've watched because no. it just has to come to your head, right? And I think it always changes. Well, the so problem what I... what is your top? Uh, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden, the, uh, Hidden Dragon, Hidden Dragon. Okay, yeah. Blade Runner, the original. Okay, that's amazing. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because I just think it's such a it's a nice innocent. Film. I like it. Yeah. Film, the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. What was the, was it? Five. Five. Yeah. What have I done? Right. I'm trying. Blade You've done Runner. four, right? Four. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think I think. Of... Yeah. Right, to start them again. Right, Blade Runner. Yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. Good, bad, the ugly. Yeah, you missed one out at the start. What was the first one? The first one was Crouching Tiger. Yeah. The Hidden Dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, you're on four. Yeah, I'm on four. And I, ooh, this is a tough one. Fourth. Fifth. 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 <laughs> wow, really bad in the timing. Um, I kind of have a bit of a soft spot for um, Ferris Daedalus Bew Off. Day off. Okay. But in a sort of way, because I kind of view myself a bit like that. Yeah, well, like, you want to be Ferris. Well, I want to be Ferris, but I feel like it's when everyone says, oh, Piggy's done this and that. Not to be like a bit egocentric, but I, feel, I kind of guess somewhat relate. In you like, like the crazy stories. Yeah, I kind of relate because he's had crazy stories and I've had crazy stories. And also, it's just a nice, fun film. Yeah. I, oh, That's interesting. Yeah. It's a very broad mix there. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. When people ask you your favourite films, I think it's too narrow for a question. Yeah. If they ask me, like, oh, favourite sci-fi films or fantasy films, you've got so much range that it's a lot more easier to go... Oh, I like these. Like I these think are my this is good. Films. I like this. I like this. Yeah. Whereas, what's your five favorite films? You've really got to think Difficult, about. Difficult, isn't it? it? Yeah. Because I would say my favorite films are. Yeah, go for it. Goodfellas. Nice. Apocalypse Now. Okay. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. Django. Django is a good film. And at this point in time. <laughs> Maverick. No. Uh. I get yes, yeah, the fifth one, isn't the it? The fifth one's always hard. I think yeah. if it was only four, it'd be a lot easier. I think the fifth favourite film currently oh. I'd say is either I'd say it's probably Full Metal Jacket at the moment. Full Metal Jacket, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. But that will shift around. It's pro- it's probably a war film, but it will shift around. Oh, I do quite like Hacksaw Ridge. No, not actually not Hacksaw. No, Hacksaw Ridge is good, but I actually now think about it, I'm broken. Yeah, one by I Angel- haven't actually seen it. I've seen a bit of Unbroken, but not all of it's it. It's kind of crazy because it's Angela, Angela Jolie. Angelina Jolie. It's the director. Yeah. Which is kind of mad when an actor becomes a director in mm. itself. That's pretty like, wow. Well, Clint Eastwood's a big one for that, isn't he? Well, Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson, who did obviously Hacksaw Ridge, and he did um, Jesus the, Christ the Superstar. The Blood of Christ as well. Yeah, and Jesus Christ Superstar, I think. I don't know. No, I don't think he did something Jesus Christ something. 
I don't know. He did the blood of Christ, which yeah, is... Yeah, yeah, he did that. I think he did the blood of Christ. Yeah. But no, it's kind of crazy when, the, like, Sylvester Stallone wrote all the Rocky films. That's mad in itself. I think... Now, I've got real soft spots for, for the Rocky films. So do Real I. soft spot. Because I've obviously watched the films. Yeah. At least once, though, I think. Mm. And I came back to watch the first one a couple months ago. And it's... When you actually watch it, it's not very good. No. But it's so good in its own way. But this is like the thing what a lot of people like about The Karate Kid. And yeah. why they obviously brought back Cobra Kai. I Kaiser. love The Karate Kid. But like The Karate Kid. Like, I mean, I even like the remake, the uh, Jackie Chan one. Yeah, yeah. I know. With, um, what's Will his name? Smith's, Jaden Smith. Yeah, Will Smith's son. And I know obviously people go, oh, that's not Karate Kid. Cause they're literally learning Kung Fu. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they the are. <laughs> it's, it's completely wrong. It's, it's the Kung Fu Kid, and it's, it's what it should have been called. Yeah. And that but, would have been a fine remake then, wouldn't it? And that, but that is a good film in itself. Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I have got soft spots. These sort of martial art films. Like, I quite like the Rush Hour film, like trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people are like, eh, you have Jackie Chan. You should watch like Police Detective, and they are good. I'm not saying they are terrible, but it's just like what you grow up with. Yeah. I grew up watching a lot of the Rush Hour kids, like and like the '80s stuff. I watched like Terminator films, mm. and so like for me, they're like got a special place in my heart. Yeah, for sure. You know, whereas, you know, you watch something like Dune or like Django or The Dark Knight. Yeah, you watch yeah. all these Oscar winning like films and they are amazing. But then in a little bit of you think, mm, I'm still going to go home and watch this film instead. Yeah. It's funny that because I think uh, your favourite films show a lot about your interests, don't they? Yeah. Like for you, it's quite varied. You've got a little bit of everything in there, really. For yeah. me, obviously, there's a lot of like war. I and... mean... That's a, if it's just like stuff. sort of psychology wise, it's sort of saying you like violence. Yeah. Like Goodfellas, that's about crime. If you haven't seen Goodfellas yet. I haven't, have but I know what it's about. So I on the eighteenth, and this is a plug for the Riverside here. Okay. On the eighteenth of July, they're screening the Goodfellas again in honour of Ray Lauter. Okay. Um and I think we should book or if we haven't already, to go watch Goodfellas in cinema. Imagine that, your first watch in cinema. I do know it's Goodfellas. Is it based on a true story or part yeah, of it's it is, true? Yeah, it is based on a true story. Because I watched like a YouTube video about like this former gangster who like, it was it was kind of crazy. He was like basically getting money for like gas, like fraud. Hang on. Like I think... I think I've, I've, think, I've seen this. Michael Franchis? I've seen this video before. And is it, is it the, the, the YouTube channel is called something... Inside or something like that. No. It's like clear... Oh. I know what you mean, but I'm no. Search it up. He like, he's like, it does like Ted talks about like the crime. Because yeah, he yeah. was like, he like fraud the government of like gas and I like, was earning like 80 million like a week. Like he was earning like big money. It's insane. And like, I saw like a video like him talking about like films. Because he's referenced in Goodfellas. Yeah. Because like they say, oh, this is Michael Francis in like this pub and that. And he like walked out, the f- he like walked out because he got angry. Yeah, no. Soft White Underbelly, that's what it's called. <laughs> Soft White Underbelly, no, they do saw, really good interviews on YouTube. I saw like one as well where it's like they asked him like, have, how I, have you ever, never, that you know what I mean? Like, have you or have you not? Yeah. And he like said... Like killed someone. They asked him if he killed someone, he's like, eh. Crazy that, But he did, it? he like then said there were a few people in the gang though who were just more into that's killing. That's what they did, yeah. Like they were more repaired, like prepared to do it. Like he said, there were some people who were who, like weeped about it, but they did it. Have you watched um, The Irishman? 
Uh, no. Man, you're missing out on these gangster films. I, I'd, I'll be honest with you. I don't mind Martin Scorsese films, but his films aren't, for some reason, they're just not, I just don't sort of wow. draw them in. Like, I like Gangs of New York, yeah. and Taxi Driver's brilliant, yeah. and uh, I do like the um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That's good. And Hugo. I love Hugo. But I don't know, maybe I just, like Casino, Rage, actually no, Raging Bull's I really need to watch Casino. I haven't watched Raging Bull Raging Bull's quite good, cause I, mainly because it's boxing, so I sort of got a bit, but like, yeah. no, like, yeah, I don't know. They are good films, and I recognise they're good films, but for, I don't know, they're just not films that I... What war films? You into war films? Yeah, I think the problem that made Scorsese sort of films made is because they're kind of, like, they're, they're like, sort of, like, uh, long, yeah. but they're also like a slow burner. Yeah. And so I, I quite like a slow burn. I don't really, yeah. not particularly. I'll be interested to see what you think of like Apocalypse Now and Good and Good Fe- Goodfellas is quite a fast-paced film, I'd say. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we used to have a surround sound system in our old house. I'm gonna put it in my room. Yeah, that's because then it's a private cinema, isn't it? Well, yeah, with the size of your screen, instantly yeah. private cinema. So I think we should watch Apocalypse Now together. I would love to in also, the private cinema. I would love to watch. Oh, you and I need to watch classic like Hollywood films like Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah, and like the classic like films as well. Like, um, I like, want to watch The Sound of Music again. I love that. I was surprised by that. I like it. I was surprised you liked it. Yeah, I do like it because I thought because oh, when I first like I haven't watched it, but like when you told me you did, from what I knew of it, I thought really a musical. So, yeah, but it's I reckon, a bit wet, but I love it. I think you would love um, the remake of um, West Side Story. It's supposed Spe- to be very... Uh, it, apparently, it's quite Bollywood style. It's, it's like very really much, big and... it fit, Like watching it, like just from like how the camera's angled yeah. and how the people are like moving and stuff, it feels like you're in a theatre. Cool. Like just of how well it's been done. Okay. Have um, you watched um, La La Land? Yeah, that's great. I want to watch that again. I've watched... I love I love that film. I haven't watched I it like in a long the, time. Well, the director, you might Damien Chazelle. He did obviously uh, Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. Uh, Whiplash is so good. Fantastic film. I'll tell you another film you we would We should watch that yeah. with the surround sound. I'll tell you another film you would love, Almost Famous. Not watched that. Have you? Ah, oh, there's a scene in that that I absolutely love. And it's, uh, they're on the bus and they're all basically pretty shit. Yeah. Cause they're like, just come from a party and like someone did some confession and like, and there's and the story is basically about like a 16 year old, who's um, his parents like put him up a year, right, and stuff. So he's like, basically want to be a journalist, and he's like leaving school, school, but he's he's like not even 16 yet, so he's oh. really young, and he gets in with a band, like this big band, and he learns about how like the sort of publicity and stuff, and like they try to like be nice, like a to famous him. band, you mean? Yeah, it's like a famous band, like in like the 60s or 70s. What's it called again? The film. Uh, almost famous and okay. he's basically like with them and they're like all being nice to him and that but he doesn't realise they're just doing it he then realises they're just being nice to him because they know he's going to write about them huh. and then in the end so basically they're in this bus and like he's like realising like oh they're all assholes. they don't really care and like he feels a bit homesick and stuff Yeah. and then they're driving in the bus all, all of them feel shit because of this big fashion bit and Tiny Dancer plays on the radio and then one of them goes, blue jean lady. And then they all start like singing in. And in the end, they go, hold me closer, tiny dancer. And they all like start singing out a really good moment. Yeah. And then like the guy goes, it's like, I need to go home. And the woman like next to him goes, 
you are home and it, and then they all start singing like, oh, like and like the drummer gets American out like film. his sticks and like bangs it on like the back of the chair yeah. and like the guitar person quickly gets out his guitar and like starts like yeah. on his head and it's oh it's just gold <laughs> uh i also recently watched uh, the comfy panda films now um, someone told me they rewatched comfy panda the other day and it was way better than they remember yeah I watched it thinking it because I like it was basically a little comedy goofy. You know, you watch it as a kid and you just laugh, really. Mm. But then when you watch it from the eyes of a grown up, you really realize how deep it is. Did I tell you how um, <laughs> on YouTube there are these like 60 second movies or yeah. five minute movies? Where they literally just where tell you the it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a Siri sort of type voice and it just. Tells you the story while showing you pictures of the film. This is going to be a spoiler, but I'll do an example. It's like about it's a film about time, which is yes. a lovely film. And it's like, yeah, Mark goes. Uh, Mark is on holiday. He wants to get with Margaret Robbie. Margaret Robbie says she's not interested. He then realizes he can time travel. So he then times travel back in time to ask her sooner because she said no. And when he asked him the first time, she then so he asks sooner, and she then says no. Sorry. He then gets depressed and asks his dad what to do. His dad says, "I'm oh, with this gift." You, I used it for reading, but but don't use it for money. He says he's going to use it to find a girlfriend. He moves to London. <laughs> he goes to a party. He meets a girl. He meets a girl. Her name's Mary. His mother's name. He falls in love with her. He then can't, he then goes home and realizes that his uh, flatmate had a terrible night launching his new theatre. He decides to go back in time and not go to the party and help his flatmate serve theatre production become a huge success. He does. He helps the uh, actor who faked it. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Oh my god. Yeah. You're. (laughs) Well, the podcast doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be so good doing that. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. It's an amazing film, though. It's got Amy uh, McAdams in it and (laughs) Bill Nighley and. The Mad Eye Moody's son. Oh, no, it's a lovely film. Really nice. Actually, but, I'm kind of glad you laughed and cut me off because I would have spoiled the whole film. But, <laughs> I, I was on a roll there, Sam. But yeah, no, so there are these five minutes, just like Piggy demonstrated there, it's exactly the same except with a Siri voice, which is sort of like what his voice was there anyway. And um, Practice. Yeah, it just summarises films in five minutes or less, or ten minutes sometimes. And I went through a phase of watching loads of them really like i felt like i watched so many films just because i was watching these five minute recaps i think it was called movie recaps i think probably that's what it was, was. yeah that sounds like a bit on the head i loved it and it, it showed films which would have been absolutely dog shit if you'd watched the whole film but because you'd only wasted 10 minutes watching this video it was okay but sometimes it also like if it's a good film it will shut you going, oh, actually, I'm liking the story. I'm going to watch yeah. the whole thing and get the, or, see the whole drama. Or yeah, I've seen the whole film now because I've just listened to a guy narrate it. I'll tell you what you should watch. It's by a thing called Screen Junkies on YouTube. Yeah. They do honest trailers. Yeah, I watched yeah, the yeah. Kenobi one and they basically point out stuff. Like they watch it and they sort of oh, analyze you sent this to me and I didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you like one of the things I'm yeah. going to mention. They basically watch like a series or film and then they analyze it like really and then they'll point out stuff and some of the stuff to point out you're like, Oh, yeah. And it's not like they don't say, oh, it's terrible or bad. They just point out what they've got. Like, oh, you know, it's terrible. You know, it's like, oh, this film is great or whatever, despite the reviews and so forth. And there's a scene where Matt Lucas is dancing or something. They'll like just say what happens or like link in, like, hey, this guy looks a bit like Gandalf. It's like, anyway, 
So there's one about this Kenobi, and it goes, Meet Reva, the third sister, who seems to only be able to talk really loudly <laughs> or really quiet. And then it cuts to like a little complication of her like going really loud <laughs> and really quiet. And she has no middle, <laughs> just soft and loud. And it was and I was like, oh yeah, like a window just shattered. And yeah. I was like, oh god, yeah, she does, doesn't she? She literally just shouts or or goes really softly for no reason. Not mad. Yeah. So I also started <laughs> watching have you watched Breaking Bad? Now, this is a thing. I've only on the second season of that. Right, so I'm watching Better Call Saul at the moment, which is oh, the sort of spin-off series, is which is just season. as good, if not better. New season came out, isn't it? Yeah, I'm watching that. And to be honest, it's brilliant. Really? I don't actually know. I can't say which is better, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. It's that good. And Breaking Bad is incredible. But to be, and that's the thing, because Breaking Bad in itself is a huge success. But when a spin-off becomes just as successful... Usually you think, oh, it's going to be bad. But like it's fantastic. This is the thing I think. It's like with a spin-off, when it becomes successful, what it's basically doing is saying the world that we've created as a writer is so good that people are loving the law. And they like to see more of it. Yeah. And they're not doing it badly like Marvel are. Like Star Wars is an excellent example of that, isn't it? Yeah. I'd agree. It's like also like um just to name other films. It's like <clears throat> a pot like Rocky films. They've mm. done Creed. That's yeah. good. And I get, well, Karate Kid, they've done, like, the reboot that with Cobra Kai. Yeah. And I, like I said, a bit of a soft spot for martial arts films. But Cobra Kai, on its own, is not too bad on yeah, the film. Yeah, that's right. And it's pretty entertaining as it's a pretty, series. It, it, it falls in the category of, it's good because it's a quick watch. Not entertaining. Yeah, it's like entertaining. It's like a... Um, that's why I say, when, it, when I say something's not of good quality, but you like it, it's entertaining. That's what I call it's it. It's like um, How I Met Your Mother. That's entertaining. And I want to watch it with you. I like Family Guy as well. Yeah, Family Guy. I want to watch How I Met Your Mother, though, because there's an episode with Mike Tyson. Oh, and nice. he loves Mike Tyson. I'm a big fan of Mike Tyson. Question, what would you actually... Hey, hey, no. <laughs> oh, fuck you. No. Hey. I'm saying he's in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> he's in like one little snippet. And it's pretty so, funny. I think it's time now to move yeah. on our podcast to a new segment. Okay. Um, and it's our big sort of question segment, right? Yeah. So this is sort of introducing the world to the sort of conversations we usually have. Um, not that this isn't what we usually have, but our sort of more... Wacky kind of stuff, yeah. I guess. So what should our first question... What for, uh, well, what's our first I'm going to ask one because I reckon this could go on for a while. Biggest animal you can kill? Bear hands? I f- yeah, this is a trick one because if you've got like a rock, then so many you've animals. Got an advantage. There's so many animals. So shall we say, boom, boom. right? Our main question, and if anyone wants to get involved with this, message us yeah. um, at, at the Piggy Podcast yeah. on Instagram or the Piggy Podcast or email at gmail.com. Um, what's the biggest animal you could take? Bare fists. I think I don't know. It's a trick one because I would say crocodile. But the skin's quite tough. You would have to really keep punching now, and hold it I'm down. I'm not going to lie. I think crocodile would be easy. I think, I reckon if I had a crocodile, what I would have to do is, and it would be risky as hell, because obviously their mouths are quite flat. So hang on, take, is it like kill or take down? Kill. Like, yeah. Like so, they've got, like they've so got to be dead. I remember when we first discussed this, Yeah. I thought that even a sheep would be difficult because sheep are strong. But oh, yeah, since talking to my sister who started working at Eastern Farm Park, Oh, yeah. She says that sheep are really easy to take down. Really yeah, take easy because they're so stupid. 
And yeah, she reckoned she could just like suffocate it. And she also further yeah. elaborated so that she reckoned she could take a Suffolk punch. That's a big horse. How would so, she take it? What was her strategy? She said that horses do this thing where they're trained um, to lift up their paw, their hoof for you. Okay. So, to, like, so to what? She would like lift hoof. it? So she'd do that. And what you can do is hold it even higher and it will just topple the horse over. And once it's, once it's toppled, horses really struggle to get up. Yeah. So then she said at that point, she'd just stand on its jugular and take it out. Problem with that strategy, though, if it's a wild horse. That is a problem. That's the problem. If it's a wild horse, I'm sorry, Anne Maria, you're, you're dead. I think you're wrong because tame animals are a different question. Tame Dogs, are... not going to be funny, Ted. I could take you out really I could easily. Ta- I mean, my little spring spaniel, Monty, I, I mean, it's going to get quite gruesome, but I could probably easily like pick him up and slam his head onto the floor. <laughs> It's, it's it's tragically easy to kill you, but that's because they're tame animals and they're part of your family. Like a wolf. Well, this is the thing: tame animals, I think, lack because they've been tamed. Obviously, they lack the savagery completely that they have. Like a wolf. That's what tame means. Isn't well, it? exactly. Yeah, like domesticated. Like for our sake, a lynx, like a tame lynx, which is which could be that size. Some of them could be like the size of your cat at home, but. They're not ta- they're not domesticated, so they will. Because cats they are will... fucking easy to kill, aren't they? Because like yeah, like but like a lynx or something that's like domesticated, it won't stop. It's like um, yeah. it's like honey badgers. Honey badgers are batshit crazy. Like you think, oh, badger, yeah, I can easily like just you know pick it up, not one whatever. Of these. But a fucking... they take on lions. <laughs> they man. take on lions. Yeah, they literally like fight to the death with a lion, so... and like they have, they sometimes win because they yeah. literally like go for like their eyes for a lion, and then the lions like. So fuck. I think you're quite right in saying that a crocodile. Is easy. I reckon alligator harder because gators are massive. Some crocodiles it... are the ones which are smaller. Gators are the ones that are huge. Yeah. I think they would be a lot harder. I, maybe I feel like a crocodile. Just for I'm saying, I reckon my strategy would be because they can't walk. Like if you walk in a zigzag, you will outrun them. Yeah. Because they're basically they're quite fast. They're fast, but they sort of, but they're not maneuverable. Mm. So like I would easily just be able. It's like when you watch like documentary films and you see like how they quickly like. Get on their backs. Yeah, like Steve Irwin. Yeah. Or what's that, Steve Baxter, like Deadly 60 or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I would easily like, just turn around, get on his back, and I think the dangerous bit would be was to get my hand underneath his flat mouth and like grab it to like, stop his mouth from opening, which was yeah. a massive amount of effort. And difficult. I think, difficult, but I think once you've got it... You, you would, still have to put your whole weight on it, I think. I'll literally be like leaning into it, yeah. and I'll literally just like lift his head up and like, slam it constantly onto the ground. I think. Yeah, I don't or think, choke it. I don't think that's the way to do it. I think I think it. the way to do it is take it down, like jump on its back. Yeah, jump on its back. And punch it in the eyes and poke it in the eyes. Yeah, but that won't kill it, will it? That was just... A weakness. <laughs> as soon as you've got a blind uh, alligator or crocodile, what's it going to do? That is true. It's like what they say, isn't it? With sharks. It's like a shark. Punch it in the yeah. nose. Or punch it or in, the in the eyes. Yeah. Because they're not... Got this, what's it? Binocular vision? It's what yeah. we have. Yeah. They've got the other version, which I can't remember the name. But no idea. Monocular, that's it. So, like, they can only see on the left and the right. Yeah. So, if you just punch in, like, the right eye and then get onto, like, the right side of the body, Did you know they can't see you. that if you hold a shark upside down, it'll go to sleep? I did not know that. It goes into, like, a zen sort of mode where it's just, like, it's like a dog when you're scratching its belly. <laughs> yeah, like, Completely, uh... it does, but it's got no control. It just completely goes to sleep. I don't, thing is, though, any aquatic animal, if I was in water. Scary. Fucked. I couldn't take a shark yeah. on if I'm swimming. No, man. Like, it would easily outrun me, plus it's so much more manoeuvrable. That's scary. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's a question. Going off about animals, do you reckon a bear could take on a gorilla? 
Now this is a big one because you've asked me this many times, and I've like researched it and like stuff. Like if it's like a polar bear, I'm going for polar bear because it's like the biggest bear there is. Yeah. So like if we go for like silverbacks, which is like the polar bear, polar bear or brown like grizzly bear. Well, grizzly would lose because if it's a polar bear, it's got the grizzly. Sorry, a gorilla is heavier than a. No, no. So sorry, which pair? Which bear should we compare it to? Grizzly or polar bear? Polar. And then silverback, which is like the biggest gorillas, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so the biggest of both animals, really. No is polar bear the biggest one? Polar bear is. Is it's it? It's the heaviest. It's the biggest, yeah. It's the heavy. It's like... Because when I see this question based online, I see grizzly bear. I think they say grizzly because of territory. Okay. Like, they're more likely to confront each other. Okay, fine. So... But like, if I'm saying, if you don't... If you want polar bear, bear or silverback. Like, if they were like, yeah, like, for I'm saying, they're in the Sioux. And they uh, they get like they they get both fight you know like they both escape and they're in an enclosure together, and they both fight because they've been starved or whatever like some sort of controlled okay. scenario. So they're both. I'm gonna go with silverback. I'm going polar. Why? What makes you go for polar bear? I feel like the gorilla, in terms of like statistically, natural... I think a polar bear has got a stronger bite. Yeah, but I I think also polar bears they also got they got more natural weaponry. They got the they got claws. Whereas gorillas really haven't really got like claws, they've just got big fists. They've yeah. got big strong arms. That being said though, I can see where you're coming from. Because like a polar so, bear would yeah, like charge. The reason I say and a gorilla could like just lift a hand Silverback like, is like, because a a bear is massive when it stands up on its back legs. Yeah. I get that. Way bigger than a silverback. But the silverback's got its fists and its arms and they're fucking well strong and they're really quite mobile as well. They're fast. And aggressive. Oh yeah, like chimpanzees, aren't they? They're like like chimpanzees, gorillas. They're all they're very aggressive. Like polar bears. I don't. Think I know which one I'd rather fight. Which one? I'd rather fight the bear. Oh yeah, yeah. Same. A gorilla, scary shit. Thing is though, I did read like a documentary about bears. Like basically, like polar bears in particular, they can like they, they can, can smell sm- you from miles. Ma- like in other words, you can't hide from them, and if you like try to play dead or anything, they'll still just, like, attack you. Yeah. They're basically... They're kind so, of brutal, but they're not... But, but, like, they're brutal in hunting. Yeah. But, obviously, in this scenario, it's sort of survival of fear, so it's not really... I hunting. just think that... They're not hunting. I think that a gorilla would win. Because gorilla, like, sure, a grizzly or... No, sorry, a polar bear might be very strong and it might have a lot more mass than the, the gorilla. Yeah. But the gorilla, all it's going to do is punch the thing in the head a couple of times <laughs> it's just your answer for everything all they gotta do punch is punch it in the head. head that's like the well yeah, think the about polar it bear could, like just scratch like if a polar bear like got his claws and, like scratch like a gorilla's like that would be bad. The face, yeah like it would cut quite deep yeah and then, like and then like it could like get an eye if it was really like careful i don't know it's a it's difficult a, it's, question i don't know which one i tell you one what i do always i would hate to like be on my own it with mm. hyenas there's something about them that just gives me really? the creeps. They give me the creeps, but also they are deadly animals. I bet all those sort of wild, deadly animals are actually quite scary to be around. They must yeah. be so scary. It's like um, people when they get like pet lions or pet tigers. Mad. Like how, like even Mike, I mean Mike Tyson got Mike one, Tyson. Who's pretty cool. I would lo- kind of want to see Mike Tyson beat up a tiger. But at the same time, I did you hear that he cruel. tried to pay Zookeeper? He went out on a date with this girl when he was yeah. in his prime. Oh yeah, and he got a private walk around a zoo. I think it was New York Zoo or something. Yeah, and he tried to pay the zookeeper to let him in 
to the silverback enclosure so you could beat up the silverback to teach it a lesson because it was bullying the other ones. Do you you ever heard of that? No. The zookeeper didn't let him go in. Well, yeah, I reckon he would be... I I mean, I know you... I mean, he'd get fucked. Yeah, I was going to say... I'm a big fan of Mike Tyson, but he'd get fucked up. I mean, silver... Yeah, but what fun. crazy mentality to be in that to guy, think that you're that dangerous and a, a, a person, which he was. He, but at the time as well, it was pretty that he could fuck up a gorilla. But he was pretty mad, wasn't he? Because he like spent his money like crazy as well. Like he bought like a tiger. I mean, he's had he's gone through it all. He's been rock bottom, and now he's getting back up again. Well, I think like, he's great. Yeah, because like he didn't he like he went rock bottom when he came. Like what was he, he had an injury or something? No, so he'd had a rape case oh, so he a... went to prison for raping someone or some people. i don't know i don't know and he was in there early 2000s he okay. got out in 2005 and, he, and, he bites and someone, then he went he? back into the fight he bit evander holyfield's ear yeah and he sort of went downhill with his boxing yeah I mean, he's still okay but he went downhill they said i think it was like when he before he went to prison he had big like, drug issues as well yeah but like when he was in like wasn't it, in his prime like they call he was like a beast. It's how they described his fine style. Because he like just overpowered you. He's amazing to us. I, I I really admire him for his. I I, I kind of like the redemption arc of him. Yeah. It's like other like what he's doing now. It's pretty chill. He's doing quite well. It's like yeah. It's like Oscar, like that guy who who was part of the mafia who like did all those people yeah. were like he, like fought the government out of gas. Who's now like a TED talker. Yeah. He like does all these stuff to, like stop people doing crime and stuff. And I respect the guy because he's, you know, he's got, he, he served his time. So in the eyes of society, he's done, he's taken And very often people like this aren't treated the same after they come out. No, I think we learned about this in my course, funny enough, because I do criminology at uni. So one of our things was about prison. And we learned about how, like, we're in a way, we're still doing, like, retribution and eye for an eye. Completely. Because you serve your time and stuff and you're told that you're the, you're the guilty, you're the criminal. And society sort of fused in this way. And it's like... Um, You've served your time, you're out. Yeah, and it's like the old man in um, in Shawshank Redemption. He comes out of prison and he gets like a really simple job and a simple apartment. But Like Morgan Freeman in Shawshank? No, the other guy, the guy who... The, oh, the, old, the yeah, really old guy yeah, who's yeah. in there for like ages. He gets out, but he's like got a simple job, but people see him as a criminal. No one trusts him. He's got a really shit life and it's like sort of showing. The idea is that... It was way better for him inside. Yeah. And so in the end, he hangs himself because life is so shit. Yeah. But in a way, he had it better than most because he, he had was, a job. Because in the film, he was going to go kill someone, wasn't he? To get back in. Yeah. But he didn't because he... Well, he was he too old. Like, yeah. I, I think he tried and then like they outrun him or something like that. I don't know about that. I think it was, I thought it was age was his like restricted him. I think either or that restricted him or you just bottled. was... Bottled it, yeah. I think that was more and more likely the case. <laughs> but now that's crazy. Sad, yeah. sad film that. Very sad. Good, but sad. Sad film makes me think of um, the thick of it. They're like, lockdown, lockdown. We're not in a prison, John. Yes, we are we're in a Shawshank fucking redemption. Except there's no redemption, and we're traveling for more shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of that quote all the time for some reason. Yeah. So we've spoke about our film and TV section. Yeah. We've also then spoke about animal. what sort of animal we take. Next thing that an audience yeah. member has actually asked to hear more of oh, yeah. are your opinions on things. Okay. So what is your... So this week, I'm going to say, what's Piggy's view on the Russia-Ukraine conflict? 
Do you know enough about it to have an opinion? And what is it? I know. Well, I'll tell you what I do know, and then you can inform me. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'm, I'm no expert. I know, like, there was a big... I know the whole... From Russia's perspective, <clears throat> they obviously want the Soviet Union, basically, to be reformed. Kind of, yeah. And that for... I think it's like... It's, uh, like I know there's, like, loads of conflict for, like, 10 or so years going on about Russia trying to get Ukraine. I mean, there's been tension. And, like... No, it's what Russians I mean. This is, like... years. Since the Second World War, there's been tensions with Russia. There's been big tension with Ukraine. I think it was, like, in 2003, where there was, like, a big vote where Russia, like, said to the Ukrainian people... Basically, it's like the Scottish independence sort of thing. They were like, vote if you want to become part of the Soviet Union. And quite a lot of people did. But a lot of Ukrainians were like, no. Overall, it was no. And then, like, Russian, like, people were like... I think the Russian, like, sending, like, military or whatever and, like, beat up loads of the uh, pillion, like, people, pillions? People. Civilians. The civilians and the people to kind of break the morale huh. so that they were then... So then another folk came in and they still said no and then Russia was sort of like... Kind of then, like, but then, like, the Ukrainian got like their fought, like, enforced themselves. So, like, so I, I don't think any of this is actually true. I think I'm, no, I'm pretty sure maybe you should have. So, I know there's to something sort like of this. like put it more simply. What do you think about the war? I know I'm just saying, like, that yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happened. do you think? What do you think about the war? I feel like yeah, I don't think it's justified on the Russians' part. Did you hear that Pope Francis said that maybe Russia's attack on the Ukrainians was somewhat provoked from what? That's all he said. He just released a statement saying, and to be fair, when they elaborated, they'd they'd sort of painted him a very bad picture by having a headline like that. What he'd actually said was something more along the lines of, um, we shouldn't be so quick to dismiss the Russians as people. And um, uh, in, yeah, it's, they, they're not necessarily, the, the Russian people aren't the enemy. It's the sort of um, Putin. And his yeah, government. and then he finished off by saying, Perhaps the Russians were somewhat provoked into an attack by NATO. I don't know the history of why he said that specifically. I mean, it might be maybe maybe there's some political stuff in NATO, like, which I don't know about, or yeah. you don't know about. But, but I do know like there's been long history and like with Russian like trying to get the people on end, like the Russian military have like been a bit forcing. Like the Donbass region and yeah. Crimea, they really want that back. Yeah, and I, but like I feel like the news is not doing the best job as well because there are like. Like what was it? Um, not Crimea, but what's the play? The little s- s- country outside of Ukraine, oh, shit. where right where they do want the Soviet Union back, and it's like it starts with B or something, doesn't it? Oh, you mean the country Belarus? Belarus, like Belarus, want to be part of the yeah. Soviet Union? Did you know again, that? But the news are sort of like, eh. did you know that Belarus and Russia are some of the lowest um, net worth like countries? They've got the lowest economy of most of. The countries in Europe, out of all the countries in Europe, they're, they're some of the countries with the lowest. But I thought you were uh, referencing the Petrobras region. Oh, uh, yeah. That's which what is, I think that's, I think, is Petrobras? No, Petrobras is the company, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But Let what me was... just quickly find what it's actually called so it's not But no, I feel like it's unjustified. And I do feel like parts of the um, Geneva Convention were broken. Like bombing. fucking hell, the bombing of that mall and the hospital as well. Awful. The hospital being didn't it got bombed? Awful. Recently. Like these, are, uh, they're not strategic targets, really, are they? Well, they're not actually. They're not. Oh, Kaliningrad is the region. Sorry. Yeah. Kaliningrad is but, the. It's a separate area which has got no connection to the Russian mainland whatsoever, but it's their furthest west, like almost military outpost country. It was Germany. Then okay. it was given to Poland for yeah. 
the war. Then that was obviously part of the Soviet Union, and that was Russian. Yeah. Oh. But you know, I think that. And I, I tell you another thing. I can't get. I think it's terrible and unjust. Is um, what was it? Those British um people who served in our military. Yeah. Then they went. O- they went over to Ukraine. They lived in Ukraine. They, were they went over citizens. and they stayed as citizens yeah. and fought. Obviously, when it came. And because they're British, they're because... being persecuted for it. Yeah. And like they had no what was it no trial no yeah. trial just and they're death being sentence. subject yeah death sentence but to be honest I think and this is quite an interesting possibly controversial opinion because it's bad it's not it's not the right thing it's not what people want to hear yeah I think that to be honest the Ukrainian war is only going to go one way do you think the Russians are going to take it really they are they're going to take it and if you really look at it now. They're making progress like the newspapers aren't yeah. going to tell us. Because the newspapers are trying to tell us, they're trying to paint us a pretty picture well, of Ukraine being strong, strong and united and everyone being united with Ukraine. We're supplying with them a lot of weapons, but ultimately Russia is warning the rest of the world against this. And I think that unless we actually get involved in a proper military conflict, I... Ukraine's going to lose. And... Who's next? I know also a lot of countries, like the Netherlands and Sweden, Switzerland, I know, joined NATO. Sweden and Finland were they, asking to join NATO. I don't know if they have yet. I think, they're, yeah, because they were going to join Turkey and then they kind of got out of that. So now they're going to join NATO, it's sort of like their hopes. Yeah. Which would mean, because essentially what's going to, if when Russia take, let's say they take out Ukraine, they're obviously going to want to expand to the Soviet Union, like old, like... Um, territories, yeah, which we don't want, and it'll be no. like the Second World War, basically, when Pretty Germany much. took over like Czechoslovakia and Poland. We're probably going to go no, and then what happened is NATO was stepping. But I don't think. Do you think nuclear weaponry will be? My God, I hope not. Because he did say, didn't he? Like Putin, like at the very early stage, said like anyone gets involved, Threatening. um, you're going to get like unholy like consequences. You're going to get like yeah. consequences like the world's never seen. And I think that's the only scary thing about it. I think the whole, we've had millions, well, not millions, we've had thousands of wars in the history of the world. Oh, there's, God, yeah. there's not been, there's never not been a war for, I don't think there's ever not been a war. And did you know that since the creation of the United States of America, yeah. they've never not been in a war. They've always been in a conflict. What, America? Always. They are quite a young civilization, but in But that's like 200 something years, crazy. Yeah, I know, like, what's also mad as well. It's, like, one of the most bloodiest, like, battles to ever... Like, not battles, like, wars to ever happen in the world history, one of which is the Civil War. Yeah. It's, like, one of the most bloodiest, like, wars that's ever occurred in our yeah. history. But, no, yeah, I think, to be honest, but, no. this whole Russia-Ukraine conflict, it's only going to go one way. And I think it's actually quite bad. I get why we haven't been got involved properly yet. Well... Because no one wants a war. No one wants a world war. It's a sense of a, a pleasement, really, in some sort of state. It's like people Could we sort of going, people get upset if we go to war, but... I mean, I know you're a big supporter of the old war. But it's bad, though, isn't it? It's, like, I think showing support to Ukraine by giving them money and giving weapons is one thing. Like, money is one thing. Weapons is another thing. I think weapons is a very good contribution, and it's the best of a bad situation, isn't it? I would say it's the best way, it's the best way we're helping without getting involved. Yeah, but I think there's going to come a time where the world has to get involved and it's either sooner or later. And right. I know there's going to be negative consequences of that. Do you reckon, because I, I mean, it's very unlikely, but imagine if 
like the Russian people had like actually had a civil war. Like if a civil war happened or like leadership like changed and like arrested like Putin or whatever. It's a difficult thing to happen as well because they're also scared of the government. It's like, yeah, but like if a coup was to happen, like a coup d'etat, then that in some ways could be good. You know, we've had a listener in Moscow. What? We've had a podcast listener in Moscow. Really? Someone's downloaded our podcast in Moscow. See, I keep thinking that we're restricted to like the UK. Isn't that crazy? We've had listens in America, uh, yeah. Italy, Belgium, Germany, France, quite a few in Italy actually, um, <laughs> Kenya, Kenya, Russia, uh, all over the UK, all over the UK. I'm surprised with um, Russia. I'm surprised but, they're allowed it. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, it's like what? It's like China. I'd be surprised if we get people from there because of how. That's the scary thing. Is that if it was a conflict, I fear that I think China, China would be sided with the Russians. Oh yeah. So it'd truly be red versus blue, wouldn't it? It yeah, of course, it'd be the communists, wouldn't it, against the capitalists? Mm. Not that Russia is communist anymore. No, but it's still got some of its like founding beliefs. It's it's very much split, poor and rich, isn't it? But yeah, this is, I watched. There's a but doctor. realistically, they would never win a war against us. Not in a million years, what, the Russia? Russians would never win. They, no. The Russians couldn't win a war against NATO. It's not impossible. NATO. Not NATO. That's like because the United Front, really. It's yeah. impossible because if like the equipment they've got is so Advanced. shit. Well, the Russians. Russians are shit. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard something, didn't they? They're still using like stuff like weaponry from Second World War. Yeah, they're awful. Which is kind of mad because you hear, don't you, like the whole talk about how Russians are superpower. Yeah. But also how like their military and how like their military might is like meant to be one of the best in the and world. And it's not. And I think maybe what this war sort of showed us is maybe it's just on the scale that they've got a large number. They've got a lot of them. It's a not quality, number, it's a lot. Like if China got in, then it would be a big issue. China would be bad. Because because not only would they have modern like I think I, I saw I heard this somewhere, I read this somewhere, that someone said the next war would be an economic war rather than a conflict. Really? Because if you think about it... Yeah, that is true. If China was to go... If China be... went to war with Russia against NATO, right, as an ally, yeah, where would we get anything? That is true. They would fuck us. They would. Because they, all they've got to do... Like, remember the chip shortage? Well, it's like, isn't it? Like, stuff weren't like in the old World War Two, like sugar and stuff. Like when yeah. we couldn't get supplies. Rubbish. Like, but like, we, but like you know, like there was chip shortage because of production because of COVID. Yeah. And that ruined everything. Like we still don't have a new Xbox because of the chip shortage. Loads of new cars didn't come out because of the chip shortage. Loads of things were ruined because of a chip shortage. This is what I was like talking with um, some people at work saying how it would be how our industry is kind of changed and it would be nice if we, like farm said, we were big steel. Like, as a country, we made loads of stuff out of steel. We'd have to start all that again, otherwise we're and fucked. Like, but, and, like, and then Sam, well, I didn't know, really, I didn't really, I guess I'm not really in tune with the world, but I didn't realise that most of our stuff is, like, we make sort of luxury items and so forth. Yeah, we make a lot of tech. And, like, stuff, which is, you know, is helpful for us uh, in terms of comfort and whatnot. But, like, you know, if we were to go to war now... But it's not mass would, production, really. If we were to go into... If we were dragged into a world war, we would literally have to like be like, everyone... Well, it, everyone would have to work. That would everyone would be reliant on everyone. Truly. Yeah. But it's like pharmacy, where I would work doing wood, that might then be like told, right, well, you, you're not doing this for sheds anymore. 
we're going to use this wood because we need it for like barracks or something. Yeah. We need it for like... It'd, it'd be an interesting world. Like your whole like job now would like change to prioritise. Really would. But no, it's mad to think that um, Russia, because I reckon they will take, but do you think he's going to be satisfied? Get I don't Ukraine. know. I don't know. I don't think he will. I think it's very possible that, because Belarus has already shown its support to Russia. He said it really early on, didn't it? And so has China. What if they ganged up and actually made a united front? There's probably a few other countries, like Vietnam and like a few Asian countries would probably also join. Possibly. Russia. Possibly. Because it might actually, it might actually come to like former communists. Well, like, oh, like if North Korea joined. It'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd, I picture it being like China, Russia, North Korea. Belarus, some of those little... Maybe Vietnam? Ex- I'm not sure about Vietnam. I know it's communist, but I'm not sure that just because it's communist, it'd go with Russia. I feel like the Philippines, maybe. And like yeah. India, Indonesia. China, definitely. China. And then it'd be like NATO and yeah, Japan and like... Yeah, US. And like little countries like Taiwan and <laughs> Hong Kong. And I reckon the Swiss would get involved as well, finally. The Swiss, yeah. Maybe. I like the idea of like Singapore, not like Singapore got involved, a whole city at war. Well, think like Taiwan, it's on the risk of being taken over by the Chinese now. Is it actually? Truly. I, I didn't, I'll be honest, I forgot that Hong Kong was a state. And Hong Kong too. Because there's been loads of riots, wasn't there? Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, think... I don't know, supposedly it's not a very nice place to visit, but. What, Hong Kong? Yeah. But like, just think, all well, things like that. China is. Possibly one of the world's biggest enemies at the moment. Well, if China could, well, that's if anything happens, we're fucked. Well, could China? So, well, that's that's the other thing. China's not only got like it's like good for technology wise, but mass um, production. production. But in terms of military power, it's massive. Like the 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 population. It's the largest population in the world. Yeah, it's like the largest population in the world. One of the biggest like land, like in terms of land, it's got it's one of the biggest like land countries. Yeah. So, like, if that was the attack. If that was to then like start to I wonder war. if Africa would get involved in a war like that. I yeah, this is because Africa is currently going through its industrial revolution, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 founding itself, and some countries are getting quite good, but they don't have money to spend on military force. No, but they and they're largely funded by the Chinese. Which I find interesting, really. They are wow. like the Chinese rape it for minerals. Uh, and precious yeah. resources and like it's said that some place in well, most places in africa like poor africa is like owned basically owned by the chinese because they have so many businesses there i tell you what's also quite mad is how in natural both world wars how actually africa's economy got involved there's like, I mean, kind of... like there's like battles in like libya libya and stuff. yeah it, and that's just because it was former colonies yeah, that's just because like, it was British and stuff, and like and, Germany. Like, but it's like crazy. Nazis wanted to take. When that's crazy, like in the Second Africa. World War, like Mussolini had like forces in Africa who were, and then fought us. Like the Tunisia forces. Yeah, and then and we stuff. sort of won, and then Germany then came and like sent like U boats and soldiers. It's over. mad that. But it's like Africa, like it's that, mad that you like because would... when you think about it, Russia, uh, Italy, and Tunisia are very close, aren't they? Yeah, but. How did we get over there and then win? It's crazy. See, that's what I like about Britain. We're a little country. We put up a real fight, didn't we? But we've got the old, we've got the bulldog, you know, bravery. Yeah. 
you know, we're sm- could like the smallest population. I think we are quite, we are one of the wealthiest countries. That is something we have, we can, you know, sort of go yay. Yeah. Like the fifth wealth, I think we're like the fifth. I wealth. don't know, but we're bloody we were good. were at one point, I know, like the fifth wealth, which is probably less so now just because of COVID. Mm. But like, but yeah, and we've got like good, and like technology, in terms of technology, we're not. We've invented all the good shit. We're pretty good. We're a bloody good country. What do you think about the Royals? I like the Royals. I personally, I know a lot of people, the, what a lot of people don't like about them really is because of the tax. A lot of people say that it could be they spend taxpayers' else. money and they don't really do that much and they don't have any power. And yes, 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 yes. Well, they, but it's yeah. a big part of our heritage. And they have more, the Queen has more influence than you think. She has to sign off on all the laws that get passed in the country. Oh, yeah, but it's not even that, really. I mean, that is obviously a big part, and, like, the comp- like she talks to the Prime Minister. Uh, obviously, she's not going to say no. But, but she does have... But she has political power as well. But also, in terms of, like, the power of the people as well. Like if the, There are like, a lot of supporters for the Queen. Like, if the Queen... Pharmacy, if a law or something came out and the Queen said no, the power... She could easily use her, her status. Word has got... Well, her state is she good. could just get flat out say no. She and could like, just say no. And like, her be choice. on the news and stuff. And then but, loads of people could like then go, yeah. No, no, but she literally has the power to say no. She yeah. can say no, we're not making that law. But if she didn't want to do it like that and she wanted to adhere to democracy, which she would, yeah. she all she had to, would have to say is, I don't agree with this. And people would. And not people, agree. Would, she would get a lot. Of, that's what I mean. She could back up. People mm. would back up. And like, oh, yeah. I've got a lot of respect for her. She's truly given up her entire She's life. Get, well, longest reigning monarch. And they all do, really. They all give up their life. Well, this is the other thing. I mean... She's almost... It's like... Prince, she's almost the longest reigning monarch ever. She's the second longest. Yeah. The other one, some French guy, Louis, like the sixth or something, or fourteenth yeah. or something like that. I don't know why I said sixth, fourteen. That's a big cap. Yeah, who knows? But no, it's like... That's uh, another bullshit fact. No, it is. She's the second longest monarch. No, I know that she's second longest, but we don't really know who the longest one is. The longest is a French guy. It's on um, Wikipedia. It? It's on Wikipedia, and it was also on various other stuff. No, it's funny. I remember at school. It's also on Jamie Clarkson's personal Insta. I remember at school. Victoria was like 60-so years. I remember at school that Wikipedia yeah. was never said to be a reliable source because yeah. it's people decide, you know, they can make amendments to it. But it's a bit more police than that now. Like, it, well, it is people saying that, but it's also, you know, you've got to, like... Well, here's the funny thing. You've got to have, like, references and so forth. You're right. It's the French King Louis the 10th, 14th. Yeah, yeah I know it's like an X or something. Oh, 14, yeah, yeah. the numbers I mentioned. Um, but no, I also... It's like the Prince's Trust. But no, so, so this is what is interesting, which I was going to say, is what were we talking about? I can't remember. We were talking about the Queen and, like, the royal family and how much... Like, you were saying she signs off laws stuff and then we were talking about the longest main monarch i think we were just saying how good how good she is because like she does a lot of stuff as well it's like um I'll, I'll, i had a good point but i completely forgot it i'll keep mentioning it and if you see it but like the prince uh the princess trust which helps oh, young people no out, sorry that's like amazingly this is what i was talking yeah. about <clears throat> wikipedia yeah often said to be a very unreliable source right but actually when you look at it facts are determined by society aren't yes. they if everyone agrees one thing, it doesn't have to be true, but if everyone agrees and believes this, the correct answer, it is true, Someone's, isn't it? Like um, been looking at Plato? No, do you know what I mean, <laughs> though? So, like, for example, before the world knew that Earth wasn't the centre of the solar system... It was 
Yeah. Everyone believed it to be true. And if anyone said the sun or anything else was the centre of the solar system, they'd literally get light hunted down. That is completely incorrect. Well, we learned this, didn't we, in history about medicine. Henceforth, society determines what's true. So, henceforth, Wikipedia is actually the most reliable source for information. Not the most reliable source for information, obviously, that's bullshit. And what I'm saying here is complete bullshit because there are sources which are tr- facts and they are true. But, like, general knowledge sort of stuff, Wikipedia is technically the most accurate source for information because it's determined by the society that founds it and writes it. I actually used to edit it. I've actually, in some degree, used Wikipedia for my essays. Yeah. Because I've used... I didn't, like, I, you're not supposed to. But... I, I looked it up. I find... Like, for I'm saying, if I'm looking for something that's like a fact, like, let's say I'm looking up something about a law, and I want to know what this law is and what it does now, and, like, why... And, like, its function, like, history. And I find it, look at the law, and then, like, what I do is to reference it, I'll go to the reference... You go to like, the, the original reference. The original reference. Like, it'll yeah. say a book or something, and yeah. then I reference that. That's exactly what I do. And it's still still the same... But no, I was just saying about like the Queen. It's like the, the charities as well are done, like the Princess Trust, who helps young people out with better lives and like clean sorts of like streets and stuff. Duke of Edinburgh, in a way, that's helped a lot of people. Like not necessarily for like getting good but jobs, but like confidence like wise and stuff. Life. It's, no, it's life what skills I mean. and volunteering and things like that. Yeah, and like the sort of philosophy Teaches and the good mindset, doesn't it? No, I think I know a lot of people will give them a bit of stick, and a few people might not like our opinions. Yeah. But I do think that they've done... Also, the amount of money we get from tourists from them... It's mental. It's mental. Like, they create way more revenue than they spend. Do they actually? Yeah. What? Yeah, it makes sense, actually, because a lot of the... Yeah, it makes sense, actually, a lot of the stuff that our touristy attractions are related to the monarch. Yeah. And all, what's also... Crazy. And it's such so big a part of our heritage, and that's something to hold on to. We're like... Yeah, because I think... Only mon- there's only like a couple of there's only one monarchy. A lot of our monarchies are obviously in like Europe. Uh, the only monarchy in Asia now, I think, is Japan. Yeah, which is mental. No, there's Thai. Oh, yeah, Thailand. Yeah, yeah no, there are quite a few monarchies, but not as many as not not, not loads, not as many as they used to be. There are a lot right? of republics. I didn't know this. I learned this in Germany as well, actually. Like, cause I thought the chancellor, I thought they had a prime minister, and I didn't realize, but they have a president. And then they have a chancellor, and the yeah. president is somewhat like a monarchy. Well, in like they used kinda... to have Kaiser Wilhelm. Yeah. Who? So Hitler used. To, so Kaiser Wilhelm was like the monarchy. Yeah. Um, and then Hitler created the Führer, which was the overall. Yeah. So he he was chancellor. That's what he named. And then the yeah. chancellor like answered to the monarchy, yeah. and then Hitler created Führer. Which was Chancellor and Monarchy and Ultimate Ruler. There is no Führer anymore. No. But, yeah. We've been going for an hour now. Have we really? So I think we've had an interesting discussion here I think on the Piggy one, Podcast yeah. episode four, I guess it is now. Yeah, a bit more political than, yeah. than the first two. I think two, perhaps we should wrap it up here. I, I think. A little bit more structure to this podcast. I enjoyed it. It was less yeah. chaotic than the real guests are. Oh, sorry, Sam. Oh, sorry, Sam. And oh, by the I, way. I just want to say to everyone, uh, you know, don't message the Piggy podcast asking if you can come on as a guest, because no. that's not how it works. It also defeats the whole purpose of. I like messaging. that people want to be guests on is, the Piggy podcast. I like it. I love it. In fact, I love that people want to become a part of this. But guests, 
we well f- first of all we've seen how chaotic a guest can be mm. no offense will but offense <laughs> intended um more like advice we're gonna have guests on i think we will yeah but you get invited don't ask no thank you for your enthusiasm enthusiasm anyway mm. we may have lost a few listeners there but oh sam i think we've just gone down to two listeners oh dear i, I, just, I don't care it's okay it's okay i'll come out i'll get my parents but yeah no it was a nice chat um i hope everyone enjoyed listening yeah um this has been sam and piggy for the piggy podcast episode three four four yeah so yeah hope you enjoyed listening and we'll see you all next week take care goodbye